Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to our North Park Community Church Family Ministries Parenting Podcast. Oh, that's a mouthful. (laughs) I like it. It's catchy. All right, good one. (laughs) Well, my name is Matt Loveday, pastor of Family Ministries here, and I'm joined today by my good friend, Josh. Hello, everybody. This is actually the second time we've had Josh on the podcast. Thanks for having me back. He was so good, we had to bring him back. (laughs) So insightful you are. The views were through the roof. Uh, Exactly. and we're just glad that you've joined us. Uh, once again, we're just going to be engaging in on a conversation. It'll circle around faith. It'll circle around our families. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be personal. It's just supposed to be a conversation. Yeah. And people can listen in, and hopefully they Love find it. something that's helpful for them in their own rhythms and, and things of mm-hmm. life. And and that's where I'll start, because we're you know we're recording this in, in January. It'll be released end of January. I can't believe... Time is just crazy flying by so fast. 2023 has been a blur. It's off to a good start. It is off to a good start. (laughs) And you know, when we often, when people start in 2023, there's a sense of excitement with something Mm. new and maybe people try new rhythms or new activities. They set goals for themselves and objectives. That's what Joel and I talked about at the um, end of December about a a new year and a new start. Mm -hmm. And how do we look at that in our family? So that was the last podcast. If you want to go back and listen to that, but in this one, I'm, I'm thinking of, you know, we get off to a great start, but there inevitably comes a wall sometimes yeah. that you hit. And for us as parents with younger kids, um, you know, this idea of busyness always creeps in. I think even regardless, whatever age your kids are, whatever yeah. stage of life you're in, busyness creeps in. Yeah. It's just the way of our world sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about rest today mm-hmm. and how we find rest and pause and renewal a little bit when we're caught in these busy rhythms uh, and the fast pace uh, of life. So uh, I'll start off by just asking, Josh, what are some things that you like to do just personally? Mm -hmm. What do you do that brings you rest? Yeah, I, this has been kind of a journey I've been on over the last few years where I've, I've been intentionally trying to discover those things that give me true rest. Right. And I think there, there's a bit of a balance we need to find because there are things that we do kind of mindlessly that bring some sort of like unplugging, you know, to, to like, you get home, uh, you get home from work, you make dinner with the kids, you put them to bed. And then all of a sudden you've got that kind of like two or three hours at the end of the night where you, you have this choice, right? If you really need it, you can kind of take that moment to unplug and just watch something. You, you can, I don't know, scroll Instagram stories, or you can watch a show or play video games or whatever that is. Uh, But one thing I've been really trying to think, think of is like more mind engaging things that bring me rest. Mm. So, you know, like fishing, that's been a big one. Obviously I can't do that right now. But in the summer, I'll try and take time uh, on, on a day off or something to get some waders on and, and climb into the river and just kind of like, it doesn't matter if I catch anything, you're just kind of taking that time to just sit, think about the water around you, think about the trees, whatever it is, you're just kind of putting your mind at ease. You take time to like think and, and not do much, right? I really like that. I love to read. And so over Christmas, I was able to kind of get back into a rhythm of reading some books. And then I've tried to carry that into the new year. Because I find, again, at the end of the night, I can I can make myself, uh, you know, a tea every once in a while, yeah, and uh, yeah. and and just take that pause and read. And I find that it's engaging my mind, but at the end of it, I feel rested. Yeah. Um, which is a, a di- I don't always feel that when I sit in front of the TV for a couple of hours. I don't feel I don't know if it's like maybe the productivity thing or what it is about it, but at the end of it, I feel like oh, like I I don't know. Sometimes it feels okay. Sometimes I I just wish that I was doing something um, a little bit more engaging, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I think this is a tension with how we find rest in our mm-hmm. lives. I mean, there is certainly something 
good about a mindless kind of rest, right? And we need those little moments. And mm-hmm. often I find, you know, as a parent or, or in the busyness of life, sometimes you just find those small little moments. Yeah. Um, if you can find the time to go fishing for extended hours, that's great. That's it, right? But some of those little moments. So you mentioned tea. I'm a tea drinker. Mm-hmm. I know you're a coffee guy. Yeah, you know. But, <laughs> but we can agree to disagree. On of so course, yes, absolutely. Yeah, we're still on the same team. There's right? an important place in the world for both things. That's correct. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. So, but, but I think it is important to find those little times of rest throughout the day because we do tend to be this uh, culture, I think, that we work hard and then we we play hard, right? Yeah. Like you work all week and fill all your time, but I'm looking forward to the weekend where I can just unplug. Yeah. And and there is something valuable about, th- about that, but unplugging isn't necessarily restful mm-hmm. in this purposeful kind of way that I think you're you're hinting at, which yeah. is I think is what our, our souls and, and minds and bodies really mm-hmm. need. And it reminds me of a, of a book I read a number of years ago written by a guy named Mark Buchanan yep. called The Rest of God. And, and in it, it was the first time I'd really kind of heard clearly this distinction between leisure mm-hmm. and rest. And we mm-hmm. can be a very leisure-based uh, culture and society. As yeah. I just said, you know, we work hard and then we vacation hard. Yep. Um, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But the idea of rest, and I think what our bodies and minds and souls are longing for is a deeper sense mm. of rest. And I think that's what you're getting at when you're talking about this purposeful kind of yeah. rest, right? And I think theologically speaking, this is the kind of rest the Bible talks about because mm-hmm. rest is a very biblical yeah. theological concept. So we'll touch on Sabbath a little bit mm-hmm. today and some spiritual practices or rhythms to be uh, purposeful in our rest. And, and I think that's the biblical idea, right? You look at Genesis, creation, God created, and then God rested. Mm-hmm. Not in this idea of God just needed to kick back and relax because he was exhausted, but the sense of reflection and, and enjoyment of what has been accomplished and, and, and what has been made. And, and then, of course, the, the commandment to have a Sabbath day and to keep it holy. And so yeah. what does that look like? Does it just mean going to church? If right. I've gone to church, have I done Sabbath? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or is there something deeper? And then there's the eternity, right? God promises us that, uh, you know, through faith, this life isn't all there is. We're promised life eternal. Mm-hmm. And that eternal life finds its, our souls find our ultimate resting place yeah. in God. And so there is something about, momentary moments of rest but what the bible promises is something far deeper mm. for our body not just our bodies like we all know sleep's important right mm-hmm. all the Big sleep time. studies out there yeah. your body needs rest eight hours a night and our souls need rest yeah. our minds need rest and so anyway i think this is this is exciting to touch on this conversation Absolutely. a little bit and we just had a staff meeting on this mm-hmm. uh this past week actually because as a staff and as pastors you know, Sunday's a working day. And so we have to be able to find the places of Sabbath rest in our lives and make them. And the same is true for everybody, whether in ministry Mm -hmm. or not, you have to be purposeful and mindful in it. So, um, from that conversation, maybe we could let people in a little bit to our staff meeting. What's something that stands out from you from our discussion that you're kind of leaning into or thinking about these days? Yeah. I was thinking a lot about the kind of the, and we were talking a bit about it as a staff, but the counter-cultural nature Mm. of Sabbath, right? I think there, again, I think it's important to note that our work is holy work, right? The things that we do for a living, there's something important about that. John Mark Comer writes a book called Garden City, Mm. where he talks about like the holy nature of our work. And so our, our culture kind of digs into the productivity and to the like, just go, 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 earning more, right? Like saving up right. for retirement, like all these things, right? And um, Sabbath is, is counter to that culture. 
And so again, there's this like deep sense of like our work is holy, but also rest is holy and you have yeah. to find that in balance. And so I loved thinking about that again, John Mark Comer has been a great resource for that garden city. And then he, mm-hmm. I think, uh, Oh, the, the name, do you remember the name of the book Paul recommended at the ruthless, uh, oh, yeah. elimination just, uh, of hurry. hurry. Yeah. And so yeah. again, talking about rest and that type of thing. And then I just finished this book and I'll, I'll talk more about it at the end of the podcast, but it's called the intentional year by Holly and Glenn Packiam mm-hmm. and, uh, Glenn and his wife, they're pastors in Colorado, but they wrote this great book about like the rhythms of the year and stuff. And I was thinking a lot about it with our conversation. Um, one of the things both the Pacquiams do and the Comers do when they, they do these like family Sabbaths, mm. right? And so they're the rest that they have is oriented around their family because I, I'm sure that you're in the same boat. It's hard sometimes where like you want to have that great Saturday of rest together, yeah. but the kids have needs. There are things yeah. going on. There are birthday parties to go to, sports to go to, all this different stuff. And so they talk a lot about like what it means to Sabbath as a family. Mm. And man, it was just a really, it's, it's a really good note for me to think about like how I can include my kids in my rest, uh, going out for walks together. And, and one of the things they talk about is like the preparations for Sabbath the night before, because they, they take it like a 24 hour period of Sabbath. Right. right. Yeah. And so they're preparing things ahead. Like they're getting their meals ready the night before they're, uh, making sure the house is tidy the night before. These are things that sometimes feel a little bit unattainable, but when we actually think a little bit more intentionally about our rest and including our kids in our rest, there's something special that happens there. Yeah, for sure. And I love the intentional, that word intentional, because we have to be personally Mm. to be able to get rested in the type of way that our bodies and minds and souls need um, personally. But you raised this really great concept too of how do we do this together? Because even uh, biblically, Sabbath was something that, we're meant to do in community mm-hmm. as well. So it's not just that, you know, in our individualistic westernized culture, yeah. we can sometimes think, okay, well, it's about, it's about me yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. about my totally. rest. And then my kids have to find their rest mm-hmm. and well, they, you know, um, but this is a really good challenge. And I don't think my family has good rhythms of it right. yet, but this is a good reminder that um, we need to keep working at it. Mm. It is a practice. Uh, one of the things that stood out for me was this idea of doing, right? Mm. That the Sabbath is something that you do. Yeah. It is active. Yep. It's not passive. So mm. it's not that leisure. I'm just going to kick up my feet and we've got an afternoon off. Um, that's not the mentality. It's I'm going to turn some things off. Or um, we watched a, 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 a like a podcast with yep. uh, Peter Scorsese. Uh, I always want to say Scorsese, but he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah. he's like the yeah. movie producer, yeah, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think Cicero? so. No. Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's Martin. <laughs> yeah, Not that, didn't listen to a podcast there. And Rich Volotis. Yeah, uh, but um, they talked about um, two things that that Sabbath and rest is about resisting mm-hmm. um, certain things, but it's also about revelation, yeah. about opening yourself up, up to God in new ways, mm-hmm. to hear from God. And so um, Peter Scazzaro used a couple of uh, four words, actually, yeah. to kind of talk about, in, in a sense, a container or to frame our thinking, intentional thinking, I would say, on Sabbath. He yeah. used the word stop, mm-hmm. rest, mm-hmm. delight, and contemplate. Mm-hmm. Um which of those four words stands out the most to you? So there, there were two. It was a tie, okay. but but I'll I'll try and focus on on delight, um, delight and contemplate. There was mm-hmm. something unique about that because I think inherently with Sabbath we think about stop and rest, and then there was something beautiful about like delighting in that right, and yeah. then and then actually taking time to contemplate it right. Um, but with delight, like I was thinking about 
that, you know, those moments where you do feel truly rested and they, they come so infrequently. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. they, yeah. they just seem to come so infrequently. But then when you do have that moment to just like sit and be, and you just, this, this overwhelming sense of delight. Again, if that's like that 10 or 15 minutes in the morning where you're sitting and having a coffee or tea, right. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe you have that moment to like read a book before the kids are awake or something. Yeah. Again, I know yeah. it doesn't happen very often, especially yeah. my, my kids are up early. I'm sure yeah. yours, yours but are maybe too. Maybe it can a bit more if you're intentional. Exactly. About it, right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like even in the last week, I've tried to wake up even just an hour earlier in the morning, go to bed an hour earlier, wake up an hour earlier and it's changed rhythms. I know it's just a week, yeah. but there's been like this level of intentionality that's really helped me and it's given me more energy through the day and I think part of that is just like recognizing that rest for that little bit in the morning and yeah. being able to delight in that right yeah. and how God delights in it too so yeah. that was the word that kind of stuck out for me yeah interesting because I think contemplate was a big one for me mm -hmm. that I've been reflecting on because again it has that idea of being uh, reflective and, and engaging the mind, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I think so much, especially with technology today, you mentioned about going on Instagram, uh, yeah. I think, or binge watching a show or whatever. And at the end of a t long, tired, exhausting day, sometimes you just want to turn off and leisure and yeah. rest. And yeah. again, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But if our minds are just engaged in some content that's being filled in, yeah. I think contemplation is something that as a society and as a culture and as a people for the most part, we don't really do. Yeah. We absorb, mm -hmm. we take in content so much. Yeah. But how often do we contemplate what we've taken mm -hmm. in and try to process it spiritually and emotionally because we're holistic beings? Yeah. And then how do we bring God into that contemplation and mm -hmm. say, I consumed this today at school or at work or in conversation or on uh, social media let me reflect and yeah. bring God into this. And I think that's a huge piece yeah. of this rest that God wants us um, to experience because mm -hmm. it's a rest that includes God, yep. <laughs> right? It yeah. includes our creator and our maker um, in a deeper sense into our lives. Mm -hmm. And and I want to, I know we're going to wrap up here soon, but um, I want to circle back a little bit to, you talked about some family rhythms. Yeah and uh, the Comers and, yep. and people, some families maybe have mm -hmm. rhythms of this because yeah. this, is a, this is a challenge. I'm going to be thinking about this, is how do we do this together as a family yep. and find those intentional moments as a family to mm -hmm. do that? Mm -hmm. And of course, as parents, you know, you can't always idealize something in your mind. You have a picture of the way this perfect yep. Saturday morning is going to go. Yeah. And then someone's <laughs> off yeah. because someone's always off. Totally. And, and the whole morning is you're just at each other and you're yep. like, this was not restful yep. uh, or peaceful. This isn't the way I intended it to go. Mm -hmm. So, so what are some things in those moments? Like I think of maybe moments of rest or contemplation. If yep. I think of that word, where are some places where we as a family can contemplate and mm -hmm. communicate yeah. together? And a couple things I thought, places I thought of that we try to, uh, one is the dinner table. That's often the only time in the day when yeah. we're around the table. And I realize that for some families, that is a huge struggle, just totally. even to find time around the table where the TV's not on or people aren't on their phones or mm -hmm. whatever it might be. But sitting around the table, we try to have this intentional, reflective conversation about, yeah. tell me about your day or, but good. maybe it's about how do we make it good <laughs> one? Yeah. But how, how, how can we bring God into those contemplative questions yeah. as a family? That's a good mm -hmm. challenge. And I think in the car, like we're in the stage of life now yeah. where with my older kids, we're taking them to practices, sports stuff and mm -hmm. back. We're, we're spending time in the car, maybe not as a whole family, yeah. but I think there are those moments where, hey, what if we just contemplated a bit together. Yeah. In that. So there's, there's yeah. a couple of moments for me, but yeah. And, and to your point, I think, you know, as, 
as a as a family ministries, right? Like yeah. with youth, one of the things that we do each week is send out um, an email on Thursdays with like, hey, here's what we talked about at youth last night. Perfect. And, yeah. and part of the intention behind that is so that you do have more of those moments in the car that you can be like, hey, so you talked about, um, you know, like the future and planning and how God is in the midst of the middle. Like, talk to me about mm-hmm. that. What are things you're like looking forward to as a junior high student or as a high school student? Um, and I know it takes work, right? Like totally. even I'm not sending out discussion questions every week. So it takes right. like reading a paragraph and thinking about some yeah. questions, right? But uh, it's the same thing like, you know, with with what we do with children's ministries, but also like even think the parent queue, um, you know, a little plug if you're yeah, not subscribed 100%. to the parent queue yep. through Orange, like that's a really good resource as well. There are all sorts of things that can kind of give you prompts, things to talk about in the car or at the dinner table that I think are important. Um, again, like it's just a small chapter in this book in the intentional year where they talk about their rhythms of rest as a family. Uh, they talk about like rest in general, but then they kind of boil it down to a family as well. And, uh, and so, yeah, they talk about preparations the day before, but then they talk about what their day actually looks like. And one of the things they say, cause they have like teenage kids. And one of the things they say is like, you know, some kids might have, their kids are into dance and, uh, I think it was like uh, soccer, right? So like those are the two things that our kids are just kind of always at these things. So whoever's around to be a part of this day of Sabbath with us, come join us. You know what I mean? As mom and dad, we're going to be intentional about doing this. If, if one of our kids is off at dance, that's no problem. The other two are going to join us for this day of rest. right? Right. And, but it's neat because it's not, it's, it's not like, Hey, for three hours today, we are going to read the Bible and then for the next two hours, we're going to sit in intercessory prayer. You know, like it's not like, of yeah. course, moments of scripture, moments of prayer are important, but their rest, their rhythms of rest are like, hey, let's watch. We, we end every single Saturday watching a movie together, yeah. you know, and like think about how beautiful of a moment that is where you can get every kid on the couch with a bowl of popcorn and watch a family movie together. Those are like these beautiful moments where you look around and thinking like God is good, yeah. you know? Oh, completely. Yeah. And, and that's a really great point to 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 say that rest can fit into the rhythms totally. of your life. Yeah. In some ways it needs to be worked in. Yes, sometimes there's more blocked off times or periods of intentional rest, but work a mentality of rest yeah. into your everyday living. And, and, and not that that's easy, right? Nope, so, it's not. Um, but those are, those are really good points. Um, so I wonder if just as we wrap up, you know, we're, we're thinking about this, what are some kind of next steps or just words of encouragement mm. that we might have for those out there? I mean, for me, I think... One would be, you You touched on it great, that parents, you don't need to kind of invent this no. or wonder what to do. You gave a couple great resources with Parent Q or mm. uh, our children's ministry parent newsletter uh, with the newsletter that you send out so that parents, at least if you're connected with North Park and yeah. family ministries, your kids are learning something when they come on Sunday morning. We're talking about Jesus. Yeah. When you come on Wednesday nights, they're talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're learning something. Mm-hmm. The content is there. Yeah. The contemplation with you as a family can be incorporated into your your seasons of rest. Yeah. So those are great resources for them to to find out. Um, and I think the other thing, just word of encouragement, I would say is is around persistence mm-hmm. and perseverance. Because there's, I don't think it's going to be like this. Hey, we found the rhythm yeah. right away. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of maybe disappointment or unmet expectations sure. and, and discouragement along the way. But this is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, we are meant to rest. I think of I think of Matthew uh, chapter eleven verse twenty eight, right, where Jesus says, "Come unto me, all of you who are mm-hmm. weary mm-hmm. and burdened in life, and I will give you rest." Yeah. And and this just always reminds me. It centers my thinking that my true rest yeah. is ultimately found 
in Christ mm-hmm. as my Savior. Yeah. And so how am I modeling that for my family? How am I intentionally engaging that in myself? But how am I persevering in that? Mm-hmm. Because there is going to be opposition. We talked about countercultural yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. There's going to be opposition from our culture, from our workplaces, from um, a number of different areas, from, from spiritual warfare, our enemy, mm-hmm. right? But we were meant to have and know a sense of rest. But that rest is in Christ. Yeah. So we need to persevere in it. We need to trust in it and grow in faith in it. So uh, that's kind of for me, but is there mm-hmm. any kind of final thoughts you'd give parents on? Yeah. On I, I think one of the thing that God, one of the things that God does for us, and we see this all throughout scripture and then in our lives as well, is when there are these things that are like, w- that we're trying to do counterculturally, he can help us disrupt things, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So I was reading a book in the fall called You Are What You Love. And they talk about some of the rhythms that just kind of like they, they happen, right? Uh, they just become a part of us. I think about like going back to Instagram and scrolling, right? Yeah. That's one of those things that like, you don't even think about it. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I've, I've watched these Lego videos for an hour on Instagram, you know? And, uh, <laughs> doom and, scrolling. Yeah, exactly. Doom it? scrolling, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then all of a sudden there are these moments of disruption where God kind of like pulls you back for a second and you see what, what you're a part of, I guess, right? And it's like, well, like, I don't know if this is what's best for me. And so I guess what, like, what I would encourage people to do is recognize those moments of disruption, mm. recognize like, you know, you were telling me a little bit earlier about like you had kind of a, a, a night off that you didn't think you were going to have a night free from sports, that type yeah. of thing. So when those moments of disruption happen, like take full advantage of them, right? And recognize God's goodness in those moments. Uh, and then, yeah, take those like small moments that you just didn't expect to get in a week and savor those because uh, I think those are really, really important. Those like that odd meal that you have together as a family, like you were talking about, or there's those odd, again, nights where plan, plans get canceled or there's Saturdays where you're like, oh my goodness, we're at home for yeah. a day together. Yeah. Take advantage of those and enjoy them, right? Um, because I think there's something really special, especially when you, like as a family, like yeah. those moments become more and more rare, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's that's a good point to leave on, but something I've been thinking a little bit about. No, I think it's great because those little moments of rest can be built upon mm-hmm. when we're intentional. Yeah. And, and, and we have to resist the, the guilt of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I didn't do this Absolutely. or I didn't do that. And so it's a positive spin to say, mm-hmm. hey, there's disruption. I could choose to see it as a negative or an opportunity to just turn off. Yeah. But how do I use this in an intentional way? Mm-hmm. And, and as I said, just kind of persevere in it, but con- use the contemplation time and that rest filled time. Yeah. So, well, thanks, Josh. That's, yeah. that's, this has been very helpful for me. I hope it's been mm-hmm. helpful for those of you who have been listening in. And, um, you know, we want you to know that we're thinking and praying for you as Absolutely. families. Um, we're in the midst of discovering this ourselves. So, Absolutely. um, as parents, um, continue on in your perseverance of rest for yourself, but also for your families collectively. Mm-hmm. And for us as a community, you know, um, we, we love it when we gather together on Sunday mornings. Uh, you love it when the youth all get together on Wednesday night. There's love something it. beautiful about those community times to contemplate and reflect and build a relationship together. Mm-hmm. So um, wherever, whatever rhythm you're finding yourself in right now as a family, would you Uh, be able to turn your focus and your attention a little bit more towards God and may we come to know the peace and the rest of God more and more. So until next time on the Family Podcast, we'll see you then. See you later. All right.